the future of wool is going to be extraordinary because it's going to be ever better than ever before, I think. Words that will please everyone in the wool industry, words spoken by a man who should know he has dressed the Indian Prime Minister no less, and uh, plenty of others that we'll hear about. So in a few minutes, we'll head to India and meet Troy Costa. Hello, welcome to The Yarn. My name's Marius Cumming, and before we head to India and then the UK, we start on a slightly sombre note this time because General Manager of Research at AWI, Paul Swan, has recently announced his resignation from that position and uh, is looking to change gears in life. He certainly won't be lost to the wool industry, but he does leave very big shoes to fill after 15 years with the company. So I caught up with Paul recently and asked him what he was most excited about these days. He mentioned the Merino Lifetime Performance Project. That is a 10-year investment across five sites around Australia that examines the relative generic merit of Merinos throughout their life. Joining's underway out at uh, Trangy, just about 120 k's west of Dubbo, at our fourth site that we've set up there with New South Wales Department of Ag. And in another month or two, joining will start for the first time up at Chiswick at the CSIRO at the field station there near Armidale. So that's the fifth site. So this is a very, very important, very large 10-year project. It's the longest single investment that we currently have on our books, but it's a 10-year commitment to sheep genetic R&D. And that particular project, I understand, examines the genetic merit of sheep throughout their life. Absolutely. Look, one of the key gaps... In, uh, and we've invested probably $50 million as a company over the past 15 years in sheep genetic improvement alone. But one of the key gaps in the data that we've, we've collected and the industry's collected has been what we call whole of lifetime data, particularly on the females. Almost all the records and a lot of our evaluations are only on very young animals. Our reproduction is so important to our industry. There's an enormous opportunity for us to drive up the performance of our sheep. Genetics is a key part of it, okay, and the Lifetime Performance Project is the first of its kind to attempt to do this. It's a long, difficult experiment, but it's, a, it's addressing an issue a lot of stud breeders, a lot of growers feel very strongly about. It's worth knowing that um, where we initially had plans to join 120 rams, I think we'll join 165 rams. We've been constantly oversubscribed. There are many more breeders want to put their rams into this project than we have spaces. So it's an absolute ripper. Um, we've got five sites. So there's Pingelli over in Western Australia. Uh, there's uh, Taluna Balmoral in Western Victoria. There's Tamora in uh, southern New South Wales. There's uh, Trangy just to the west of Dubbo. And now there's um, Armidale. So we've got a, a lot of Australia covered, and it's a, it's a really exciting project. I'm very bullish about that, and there's a lot of opportunities to, for growers to actually see it and experience it and talk to the breeders taking part. Dr Paul Swan, outgoing General Manager of Research at AWI. It's good luck, but not farewell, Paul, as I'm sure we'll be seeing you for some time to come in the industry. Nigel Goss here with the Woolmark Company. I'm the country manager for UK and Turkey. 
and today the London team is presenting a naturally inspiring seminar to 160 students, fashion and textiles, who have come and travelled in from across the UK to the Australian High Commission in London to engage with some of the inspiring business leaders that are working with Australian Merino Wool. One of these business leaders is Victoria Stapleton from the highly successful brand Barora. Victoria, welcome today. Um, Thank you. How important is a day like today for your industry? I think spreading the word of the natural properties and the practicality, wearability, warmth, all the great things about wool to the next generation coming through is always going to be an important thing to be doing. So many people don't actually know what goes into the wool industry, so this is an absolutely great platform to spread the word. I noticed um, in, in a bit of Googling before that uh, Barora is actually a wee town in the Scottish Highlands and its claim to fame, or one of them, was that it was being one of the first in the north of Scotland to have electricity and that was thanks to the wool industry. Can, can you tell us a bit more about your brand and, and wool's place in it? Yeah, well actually, you're right, Barora is this wonderful small town and when I started the business, I actually worked for a wool mill in the village of Brora called Hunters of Brora. And it had started in 1901, and it only worked with wool, and it made the most incredible tweed. And in those days, when it was starting out, it was making in the 1920s, 30s, very, very heavy cloth, when we didn't really have central heating, and you use wool to keep you warm. And they still do that in quite of the big drafty houses up in Scotland today. So I worked for the tweed mill for a couple of years, because my family were involved with it, and it was from then that this complete passion for wool, Scottish textiles, wool and textiles in general got hold of me and you know the rest is history. Oh well and, it, and uh, it looks like it's been a success from what about 93 did you start it? That's right I started in 93 so on March the 1st we go into our 25th year which makes me feel a little bit old but um, and it's just wonderful that actually the passion that I started the business with which was totally this whole wool textiles sort of nostalgia tradition and trying to take all these good natural things and give them a sort of modern proposition and that's still totally relevant today in the business it's like yes our designs move on but we're still making for all the family we still do baby things woolen blankets for babies children's things men's women's accessories you know the range is so big but the wool just flows throughout the whole collection today and you know perhaps there are things that we take for granted but we need to keep reminding audiences like the 160 students here today? Well, yeah, that's absolutely right. I think there's so much out there now with technology. There's so many techno fabrics to work with, and maybe they find those more modern and exciting. But over the years, I've discovered that there's so many different things you can do with wool, and there's so many different types of wool as well. You know, you've got your super fine merinos, and yet you've got your really sort of coarse Shetland wools. So, you know, it's a really, it's very, very versatile in, in what you can play around with. And some of the colours that the wool gets dyed into are also, we do some of our own colours and dye especially into wool, and I'm really into colour. And so colour and wool just go together so beautifully because the wool fibre can take colour and give it a lovely mild effect, which you wouldn't get in any of these sort of super new fabrics. Oh, well, thank you, Victoria, and thank you very much for taking part in today's Naturally Inspiring Seminar. Very nice to be here. Thank you. Let's head to India now, where we meet Troy Costa, who is dressed no less than the Indian Prime Minister, Narendra Modi, cricket superstar Virat Kohli, and many 
of Bollywood's superstars, all in wool. Now, Troy is one of the first Indian designers to make quite an influence in Europe, and he told our Eastern Hemisphere manager, John Roberts, wool is enjoying a very good run. I think wool has made a comeback, and I think uh, I think a lot of appreciation has to go to Woolmark for that, with the way they have, uh, uh, you know, making the world aware of what can be made. And I think, you know, the short movies and all the things that Woolmark has been doing has created a has a great amount of awareness. Also, the international Woolmark Prize creating more awareness uh, for what can happen with wool. I think uh, the future of wool is going to be extraordinary because it's going to be ever uh, better than ever before, I think. Mm. New techniques, uh, the wool has been, fabrics are lighter, fabrics are also made for summer and spring. Designers have begun to use um, wool combined with knit, wool combined with silk, wool combined with linen mm. to create uh, collections not only for winter but also for summer. So I think the future of wool is uh, fantastic, I think. It's just crazy. Also, the next three years are going to be the years of British design, meaning all fabrics that have designs of yesteryear, that is the uh, Prince of Wales check, the Houndstooth, the Tartan, the window pane, uh, it has made a big comeback. So all that can happen only with uh, fabrics such as wool. So I think uh, the next three years are going to be very, 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 very big for Woolmark and for all wool producing uh, factories or, or farmers, I think. Mm. Well, that's very encouraging to hear. There'll be a lot of people very happy in Australia to hear that. Uh, what about, you know, there's a, there's a perception that wool can only be worn in cold climates and obviously India isn't a cold climate. You touched on it before, but do you, th- do you think people's perceptions are changing in India about, about wool? Of course, because I think, especially with regards to India, everybody is getting more fashionable. So people are really deciding to wear suits to work. And uh, with the assistance of factories or companies that are creating wool with textures such as silk and linen and knit, it's possible to wear a suit to work even in the extreme climate of Mumbai. With the world going towards a more fashionable space, with fashion being the most important thing in your everyday life and with uh, social media formats like Instagram and Facebook everybody has become so much more aware of how they need to look uh, on a day-to-day basis and I think it's only going to get better from year on because fashion is scaling new heights so I think uh, and it's all going to uh, be uh, favorable for you know the wool growers or the wool farmers or the wool factories that produce wool. Well let's certainly hope that he's right. That is Troy Costa, Indian menswear designer, and that is a name to remember. So thanks again for joining us on The Yarn. Please keep those email ideas coming in at theyarn at wool.com. And from me, Marius Cumming, I look forward to your company again soon.